Amen, amen. How's everybody doing? God bless you. All right, today we're going to do our best to get you out of here and uh, be quick. At the same time, we want to bless and encourage. Let us pray. Father, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus for this opportunity to share the gospel, your word. Uh, Oh, Lord, just let your word bring us peace, bring us comfort. Let it teach us. Let it lead us. Let it guide us. Let somebody be uplifted. Let somebody be encouraged. Let someone be saved. Give us power before as the word goes forth and let people have an open mind and an open heart and receive this word and heed this word. In the name of Jesus, we pray and thank you now for the answer and the blessing. Amen. This morning, we want to talk about I defect. I defect. Now, for those of you who are not familiar with that word defect, it means to forsake one cause or party or a nation for another. And often the person has a change in ideology. Now, sometimes uh, witnesses of God can come from, oh my God, the most unlikely of places. I mean, you look throughout the Bible and (laughs) the Lord was no respecter of persons. I mean, he called people from all walks of life. So you need to be careful who you're talking to, because the Bible says you may be talking to an angel unaware. Some some of you who disrespect people who you feel are of low estate, you know, like a custodian or a garbage man or this, that, that, you don't know who you're talking to. You need to be careful. And this, this message today is going to be proof of that. Uh, In today's story, this witness came from a pagan town called Jericho. And we talked about that last week, but we're going to get into the details of it today. Uh, And and that's the beauty of God. He's no respecter of persons. So when you you listen to this story, you're going to say, oh my God, God can touch the least to the highest. Doesn't make him any difference. All you have to have is an open mind and an open heart. And in this story today, God moved on a prostitute's heart, a whore. He moved on her heart, okay? And he had been speaking to her. I don't know if she was having dreams. I don't know what was going on, but when you hear her talk, you're going to know she was having a conversation with the Lord. Now, her name was Rahab, and she ran Jericho. I mean, everybody in Jericho knew Rahab. You want some? You go to Jericho. You go to Rahab's place. And she had a big old house right on the border. You know, those of you who watched Gunsmoke in the past, she was like Miss Kitty. She, she ran the town. And, you know, the, the beauty of the truth is, it, it can and it will get on anybody who receives it. And the fact that she was a whore, the fact that she was a, a prostitute didn't make any difference. For whatever reason, Rahab was wrestling with some stuff and the truth was making its way into her mind, into her soul, into her heart. And we're going to know this as we listen to this story. And I'm going to tell you something. If you drop pride, no matter who you are, and see and recognize truth for what it is, and accept it, that same truth will change you. 
That's the power of God. That's the power of the Lord. That's the power of his word. When God gives you a task, you ought to go about it in the wisest possible way. And in doing that task, since you know it came from the Lord, it wouldn't hurt to do a little background on the person, place, a thing that you're going to do this task with. Uh, we call it recon, so to speak. In other words, a preliminary surveying or research so that the task that God has given you can be carried out with utmost satisfaction and deliverance and get what you need done. Now, we need to stop just walking around, walking into things, and then we have nerve to say, well, you know, God told me to do it. God ain't told you to half-bake nothing. God ain't told you to half-do nothing. And so stop blaming it on God when you do something a quarter of the way, half of the way, three quarters of the way. And God gave Joshua an assignment. And Joshua, in taking on that assignment, was doing recon. And this is why he sent two spies into Jericho. Because God had told Joshua, I want you to take the land of Jericho. That's part of the land of milk and honey. I'm giving it to you. And so when these two Jewish spies got to Jericho, they didn't realize they would end up in the inn or tavern, as they called them back then, of a prostitute. In other words, as soon as they crossed the border, they wound up in a whole house. <laughs> How's that? Now, today, I would suspect people, I don't care if you came from the church or wherever, if you got in there, I would say, ah, you talking about you don't know how you got in there, you don't know what it was. I would suspect that. But in this case back then, her place was so big and it was right on the border, they just ended up hitting that place. That, that, you, there's only so many ways into the city, and this was one of the main roads to get in. So I, 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 I believe this happened the way it said. Now, they also didn't realize that when Rahab saw them, because they didn't know who she was, she already knew who they were. And she told them so. She told them that she was expecting them. Now that sounds rather strange. You in the middle of a whole house. You just got in the city. You watching all this stuff going down. And this woman tells you, uh, who has some authority, it appears. Uh, you don't know that the place belongs to her, but she, she is speaking with authority. That she knew you were coming and she knew who you were. So now a certain fear, so to speak, comes over you because you figure like, well, if she knows who we are, she can go tell the soldiers and this mission is done. And so you got this weird feeling coming about you. She told these two men that she said, listen, let me tell you something. And this is what relaxed them. Y'all got everybody here scared because of the power of your God. Wow. Now, now they can, okay, well, okay, 
sound like she know what she's talking about because that's exactly why we're here. And then this is what she said. She kept talking. She wasn't done. She said, listen, God ain't just God of heaven, but he is also God of the earth. Now, this is coming from a prostitute. So this looks strange, sounds strange, but these are the words that are relaxing these Jewish spies. Now, Rahab's words alone showed that apparently she'd been talking to God because ain't nobody else in this in this city know the Lord. As far as they know, they get ready to come in and take it over and, 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 and wipe out everybody. So, so the Lord must have been talking with Rahab. And it sounded like she wanted to defect. It sounded like she was basically saying in a back way, I'm renouncing my citizenship in Jericho. I don't want to live like this anymore. I don't want to be here anymore. And I know why you guys are here and I want to be a part of it. Because I know good and well. Y'all ain't here to say hello. Y'all, y'all, y'all here to handle your business. So let's just get down to business and let's have a conversation. And she wasn't talking about anything to do with whoring. That's not that's 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 the furthest thing from her mind right now, and also from theirs. But it did relax them that okay, she sounds like she wants to talk about the Lord. That's 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 good. That's our God. Now I know you know this is what she's saying to them. I know you know I know that y'all getting ready to tear this place up. Y'all getting ready to take over. Now, I could easily give you up to the soldiers, but what would that profit me? Because here's the thing. The Lord has already told me that this is a foregone conclusion. And I believe God. So the soldiers are like, wow, wow. So, so these men now had an unexpected ally and she wanted to defect. Even when we sometimes think we know where the Lord is leading, God may direct us to an unexpected place in an unexpected path uh, to help bring people from a least expected did you hear what I said? Serving God requires us to trust him and to have our heart fully in tune with his voice and with his word. Hmm? So these two spies, after hearing her talk about their God in such a glowing way, they knew, well, obviously, She'd been talking with the Lord. And of course, the Holy Spirit moved on them to let them know, it's all right. Listen to what she's saying. Don't, doesn't matter what, what you see around you. You know, you, you know the, the pole dancing and whatever else. In fact, don't even look around. Just talk with her and, and, and listen to what she's saying. I don't want you to get distracted. That, that's the problem with a whole lot of us. God's trying to lead us someplace. God's trying to tell us something. And we getting distracted by what's around us. Come on now, huh? And so she offered to hide them from the soldiers. 
Now listen, they didn't know her. They come into the city. Soon as they cross into the city, suddenly they in this whorehouse and this whore walks up to them and starts talking about God. This could have been a ruse. But they felt led to trust her. For some reason, it was the Holy Spirit. They felt led to trust her. Now, she did make one request. She said, now listen, fellas, I'm going to hide you. I, I'm going to hide you. But when y'all come back here to take over, because that's what you come to do. Don't, don't, let's not play games here. You have to spare me and my family. And you can look in Joshua 2 to get all the specifics around this because I didn't give you the scripture ahead of time. I wanted you to listen to what I'm saying and get right into this. But for those of you who are listening and, and got your Bibles right there, if you want to go into Joshua 2 and read while I'm talking, now you can do that. Rahab had come to believe prior to these Jewish soldiers coming to her tavern. Yeah, yeah. Rahab already had a conversation with God. God already told her what was going down. And that's why she told them when they got there, I already know who you are and why you're here. Huh? And so they had something in common. These fellas and Rahab, they had a shared faith. And you can go and read in chapter six also how God delivered the city of Jericho into Joshua's hands, just like she predicted, just like what she talked about. The reason I had to give you the scripture earlier is because I didn't want you dwelling on that. Now that you're into the message, now you can go back and look at the scripture or you can look at it after I get through preaching because I'm almost done. I just come to tell you that when God has a plan, you can't stop it. God opens doors that no man can close. And God closes doors that no man can open. And to show you how far God goes, with his love. Listen, listen. Remember, this was a prostitute. This was a whorehouse. Not only did God save her, but he also saved her family. God mentions her in his treasury. Huh? He valued her. Look at 2 Timothy when you get a chance. 2.19 through 21. She, Rahab, was considered a vessel of honor. And you figure, how do you get honor out of a whorehouse? You just heard it. You just heard, That's why I told you, be careful who you talk to. huh? You don't just put folk down because of what they do. You don't know what's going on in their life. huh? And not only so, Rahab later married into the tribe of Judah and ended up being a part of Jesus' lineage. Did you hear that? You can go back and look at Joshua 2.25. Uh, or correction, 6.25, and Matthew 1.5, and also Hebrews 11.31. She is actually included in Hebrews 11, which is considered the hall of, of faith, and she is a part of that, Rahab. Yeah, for what she did. She didn't have to believe. 
She could have gave them up to the soldiers. She could have told the Lord, you trying to talk to me. Do you know, do you know who I am? I'm a whore. I love what I do. No, 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 no. The minute God got a hold of her heart and her mind and her soul, she said, Lord, I believe and I defect. I won't change. I want you, God. And when you come, I, I want you to take me with you. Huh? And she talking about come, meaning that those boys coming to take over the land. Rahab proclaimed belief and backed it up with action. And this is the problem with a whole lot of us. We say we believe, but we're not making any changes to show that we believe. Huh? She welcomed these boys. She told them why they were there. She told them I'm a believer. She told them what they came to do. And she said, I want to be a part of this. Wow. My, my, my. The spies' arrival were a turning point for Rahab. This was evidence. This was proof that God had already been speaking to her. Huh? And when she saw the spies, she said, all right, here we go. This is it. I, I defect. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's do this. Huh? And I'm going to tell you something as I come to a close. We, too, have to carry Christ's presence and light into the world. And, and you know, you have to do it with Christ-like humility. These fellows didn't say, hey, wait, wait, wait a minute, you a hoe. You can't talk to... No, they didn't do that. They didn't do that. They looked around and saw all that whorish activity. They didn't judge her. And too many of us are judging other people. We, we, we're judging them for the life they live. We're judging them for where they are. We're judging them for what they've been involved in. Who are you to judge others? When you look in the mirror, you don't see them. You see you. You do what God called you to do and live like God called you to live and speak as God causes you to speak. And that is not with judgment. If you're speaking with all that, that's not from God. Don't, don't you blame that on God. Don't do that. Don't do that. Sometimes we have to comfort others uh, to, to make a crucial decision. We have to admonish them and let them know, listen, I'm offering you peace. I'm not judging you. I'm offering you comfort. I'm offering you the love of God. You make a decision what you want to do. And God bless you either way. That, But the decision is yours. But I'm not going to judge you. All I can tell you is, over here, it'll be all right. Now you stay over there, you already know what comes with the territory, but that's between you and God. We have to love people and show God's love because that's what God is about, love and mercy. But boy, some of us human beings, my God, you think we were God. The way we put people down, the way we talk about folk and then talk about we, we love and want to say, that don't sound like that's what you want to do. huh? When God points the way, we must follow it. And we have a responsibility to convince others that this is the right way. This is what you ought to choose, not what you do. You ought to defect. We have to have compassion for the loss, not judgment. And though they may initially feel uncomfortable, as they should, because they're living in darkness, and you offering them to the path to the marvelous light. It's not you. You're just a vehicle. You're showing them the way. 
and we must assure them that it's going to be all right. It's okay for you to walk away from the world and say, I defect. It's okay for you to walk away from the flesh. You know what it's been doing to you. Come on and say, I defect. It's okay for you to walk away from the devil. My God, you know how he's messed up your life. And say, I defect. Come on, choir, get ready, come on. And come into the arms of a loving God and be saved. And I'm asking you this morning to come to Jesus. Why, preacher, why? Because I want you to come to Jesus and live. Oh, my God. I, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know how to say it. All I can do is offer you the words of Christ. All I can offer you is the peace of God. All I can offer you is the word And why? Why, preacher? Because I know if you receive it, if you defect from the world, from the flesh, from the devil, your life will be changed. You'll be a whole new person. You'll become a new person because of Jesus. And so I'm asking you as the doors of the church is open to come right now. Come to Jesus. Will you come? Come on. God bless you. Come on. Come on. Walk away. Walk away from the world. Say, I defect. I defect. I defect. Come on. Will you come? This is about you and Jesus, nobody else. Doesn't matter how you've been living. Doesn't matter where you come from. Doesn't matter what you've been doing. This is a new decision now. You're defecting from the world. Come on, come on. God bless you. Father, we thank you right now for these who have come. For these who have changed their mind. They don't want to walk with the world anymore. They don't want to be in the world anymore. They don't want to be in the flesh anymore. They don't want to be walking with the devil anymore. They're defecting from the world and they're taking your hand. Will you walk with them now, God? Will you talk with them? Will you give them your peace? Will you give them your comfort? Will you save their soul? Will you inspire them and encourage them? Give them a new life and make them a new creation. I ask this in the name of Jesus. Thank you for the answer of this. Praise God. This is Faith Worth Finding Ministries Weekly Encouragements. By now I'm where God bless you. Won't you tell a friend? Goodbye. And go in peace and life on glory's side. And fly to Jesus. Fly to Jesus.
fly to Jesus and live.